0: Hi, everyone. Thank you once again for joining the Dan Roman podcast. I am your money and financial coach, Dan Roman, and I greatly appreciate your time, your attention. I want to thank you so much for sending in comments, for rating, for subscribing to this podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, please do so. The more people that know about this podcast, the better. This way we can connect to more people. We can make this thing called personal finances go viral, and we can really affect some change in our personal lives and also in the people that we know and love. A couple questions for you as we start today's episode and going forward. First one. What are your biggest money challenges? The second one. What are you hoping to learn about your money? The budget. Yeah, it's a thing, believe it or not. And if you feel like at any point in time that you've messed up a budget royally. Welcome to the club. If you don't mess up a budget. You're not doing it right. If you don't screw up then you're not being realistic because here's the thing in life we're not going to get it right all the time we know this and this is true with our budget and with our money this is especially true the first few months that we're trying to figure out how to use a budget how to operate with a budget how to implement a budget into the household especially if you're married and have children if you're single it's not quite the challenge, but it's still challenging. So today and for the next few days, I'm going to be giving you some, some milestones that if you feel like you've hit these milestones, it's okay to start over. Look, you have 12 months in a year to perfect this, okay? But just take consistent practice, tweaking, adjusting, understanding what's going on before you can get solid footing however there are signs that you might need to take a fresh start nothing is as refreshing as starting over in a relationship with a new job if you screwed up in some way somehow it's good for the mind the body the soul to just wipe the slate clean and just have a big fat redo Why do you think people love New Year's Eve so much in January 1st? Think about that. New beginning, fresh start. This year I'm going to do this or do that. Why do you think gym memberships skyrocket the first of the year? Because people have this this newness about a new year and how they're going to change themselves for the better. But this could be true about getting a new job or moving to a new place or to a new town or city or even a new state. But the same could be true about your budget. Honestly, it really can. Does a budget ever need a fresh start? The answer is hell yes. Trust me, I've been there. And if you're budgeting correctly... You, at some point, will wish you could have a fresh start. So, pay attention. Today, in the next few days of the podcast, we are going to be talking about, I guess, when you should restart the budget. Number one, if you're constantly worrying about emergencies, we know life happens. Worrying about them really doesn't help much. But if you prepare for emergencies, it really does. If you don't have an emergency fund in place, you should. I strongly encourage you to do this. And there's two ways of doing this based on practice and principle and coaching. The first, if you have debt, any amount of debt, I would start with what I would call a baby emergency fund right a starter emergency fund a thousand dollars to get you started so then if we're working the debt snowball which is what i teach and coach and what i've studied and learned we will secure that thousand dollars to prevent emergencies at or under a thousand dollars from popping up the emergency fund of a thousand dollars is a great way to prevent worry Because you've planned for them, right? You're driving, you get a blown tire unexpectedly, well, that's an emergency. Go repair your tire, right? If um, you're driving and a rock comes flying through your window and there's a crack and your insurance doesn't cover that, which most do, but that's an example of an emergency, right? You need to have your vehicle to be in safe working condition to keep you safe and take you where you need to go. If you have a leak in your basement, in your homeowner, it's probably an emergency depending on how bad it is, right? If it's a couple of drops, how long can that wait? But emergencies happen. So if we're working the debt snowball, right? If we're working the Baby Steps program, which I've studied, <clears throat> excuse me, and I teach, secure a $1,000 emergency fund, <clears throat> And then start paying off your debt. Now, if you don't have any debt, then you should be trying to secure and work towards an emergency fund that's slightly bigger than this. Three to six months of your household expenses. What are your expenses for any given month? Multiply that by six. That's how much you should have in cash in a separate checking account in case of emergencies. Because we know that emergencies pop up. And if you're one of these people that are naive to think that no emergency will pop up, then you're due for one very soon. They will come. When you have an emergency fund, it's a great way to have peace. It's a great way to not stress. You don't have to worry about life happening at any moment because you prepare for this. Number two. If you use the same budget, excuse me, if you use the same budget each month, I'm talking about the same exact budget, one of the best ways to stay on top of your money is to budget before the month begins every single month. That means you take, that means you can't just simply take the same budget from last month and transfer it over, like each month is exactly the same, like it's a pair of house slippers that you just wear. It doesn't work that way. You don't have to start from scratch each time, but you can copy the current month's budget to the next month and then just tweak it where it needs to. Think about any specific month where spending comes up, right? Like um, you might have a relative with a birthday or COVID-19 is over and concerts are out and baseball games are open to fans and you want to buy some tickets and Christmas is here and um, you want to travel for Thanksgiving or you want to take your spouse somewhere nice for your anniversary for the weekend or you might want to buy yourself or your spouse a gift. All these things change month to month. Mother's Day, Father's Day, Secretary's Day, who the hell knows? But by keeping your budget up to date... And scheduling what I would call is like a monthly budget meeting with yourself or an account, or an accountability partner. And if you're married, that person is your spouse. Honestly. Because if you're not budgeting together, then you're not budgeting at all. And if you're single, grab someone that you trust. A family, a friend, a family member, a friend who can not judge you, but really listen and question you. I was coaching um, an individual once. His name is James. And he had a really good friend who, he was, James was single. And um, every month he would have his buddy come over and they would get some pizza and some beer. And he trusts his friend so much to say, hey man, this is my budget for the month. What do you, you know, this is, this is what I'm thinking. And his friend would question, like, do you need to spend this much here or there? Because it's those people that truly love you, that really have your best interest in their mind and in their heart. Regardless if you're bros or regardless if you're gals. So surround yourself around people that can help keep you accountable. If you don't have anyone, if you don't have a spouse, if you don't have a a relative that you trust. And surround yourself around a friend who can help keep you accountable. And if you don't have a friend, then count me as one of your friends. Email me directly, DM me directly. Let's talk on the phone. Let's grab a cup of coffee, and you and I can go through your budget line by line, and I will hold you accountable for what you decide you want to do with your money.
1: There is no way that we can build a community without all of us connecting with one another in every way possible through social, through email, and even through this podcast. Well, guys, that is a wrap for today. Thank you once again for listening. Thank you once again for your time. If you found this podcast valuable, informational, resourceful in any way, please share this with someone that you personally know and are connected to so that they can gain something from this also. The way we build a community is for all of us to be connected, engaging with one another, sharing information, uplifting each other up. If at any point in time I have said anything, created anything, or shared something with you, in any way that you have found helpful, life changing, or informational, please share this episode on all your social platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter you name it. Text the link to a friend so that they can listen to this. Listen to this with a loved one at home so we can all make this thing called personal finances go viral so that we can gain control of our money so that we decide what happens when it happens and how it happens. Thank you all once again. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on this podcast. See the show notes of this podcast if you want to reach out to us via social. Visit the website. Send us an email. If you want to be featured on the next podcast, there's a link there also for you to drop in a voice message. And if you want to book a consultation free of charge to discuss your financial position, you can book an appointment there. See appointment times that are available to you real time. We can also book an appointment for your coaching or counseling session as well. And as always, God bless. Peace.